The less your business spends, the more margin you keep. But today, everything costs more. So smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one proven platform, helping you reduce IT costs, maintenance costs, and manual errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash earnings right now. NetSuite.com slash earnings. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Bloomberg Law with June Grosso and Michael Best. On demand via our Bloomberg Radio Plus app. Free for iPhone and Android devices. Now it's time for our daily Bloomberg Law Brief, exploring legal issues in the news. And today, Bloomberg Law host June Grosso discusses how the Securities and Exchange Commission is being affected by the election of Donald Trump. She speaks with Jim Cox, a law professor at Duke University Law School. Jim, is Trump's election a game changer for the SEC? He's promised to dismantle Dodd-Frank. But beyond that, what can we expect? Well, I think they could... They're going to have their plate very full with an initiative that uh, Chairman White uh, started, and that is rethinking all the disclosure guidelines that apply to proxy statements, public offerings of securities, and annual reports and quarterly reports. That is ongoing. They're getting uh, lots and lots of feedback on the question of, is there too much disclosure? What kind of disclosure should we have? And the important question is, can we start scaling disclosure so that smaller companies have lighter burdens than larger companies, and those can be justified? That is a process that's going to consumed an awful lot of activity. The other area where I think that you're likely to see pushback and changes will be going back and re-examining the various rules we're put in for broker-dealers. That is, we have yet to see whether the SEC will adopt the uh, benefit of the investor standard that Department of Labor has developed as a fiduciary obligation that applies to broker-dealers. We do have the labor rule that applies with respect to retirement funds. My guess is that there's going to be a total wholesale re-examination of that rule, which has been very much opposed by the brokerage industry. And so it's going to be the result that that provision, which is actually mandated by Dodd-Frank, will be one of the provisions to go. And then in the area of enforcement, my guess is that Republicans and Democrats have approached enforcement with a fair degree of equanimity, and mainly because we find that it's not really big big companies that uh, become under the gun of at least SEC uh, standard fraud action, totally avoided the very um, strong lobbying industry of the accounting industry. And so I don't think we're going to see much change. There. So enforcement will be something out there, but I think that um, benign neglect in some areas and then um, using the initiative that was started by White to rethink and scale down substantially the disclosure burdens. And that's Jim Cox, a law professor at Duke University Law School, speaking with Bloomberg Law host Jim Grosso. You can listen to Bloomberg Law Weekdays at 1 p.m. Wall Street time here on Bloomberg Radio. And now among the top legal stories from Bloomberg Law, Microsoft has submitted concessions to European Union antitrust officials examining its takeover of LinkedIn, a move that may allow the deal to win early stage approval. Concessions made in the early stage of the EU's review, including asset sales, can help regulators approve a deal without opening an investigation that could last at least four months. Microsoft and LinkedIn have said they plan to close the deal by the end of this year. 
And that's this morning's Bloomberg Law Brief. You can find more legal news at BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com. Attorneys will find exceptional legal research and business development tools there as well. Visit BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com for more information. You can listen to Bloomberg Law weekday afternoons at 4.30 p.m. Eastern in New York on Bloomberg 1130, in Boston on 1200 a.m. and 94.5 FM HD2, in San Francisco on 960 a.m. and 103.7 FM HD2, and Sirius XM Satellite Radio Channel 119. Osage County, Oklahoma is getting a lot of attention right now. It's the setting of Martin Scorsese's latest film, Killers of the Flower Moon. The movie is based on a book about the 1920s Osage murders, when white men poured into Osage County and killed Osage people for their oil wealth. I'm Rachel Adams Heard, the host of In Trust, a podcast from Bloomberg and iHeartMedia. For over a year, I was reporting a different story about other ways white people got Osage land and wealth and how a prominent ranching family in Osage County became one of the biggest landowners here. Their ranching empire was built on land that at the turn of the century was all owned by the Osage Nation. So how'd they get it? Listen to the award-winning podcast, In Trust, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.